everybody, and a very pleasant evening to you, wherever you may be. Down here, we would greet you by saying goodnight, Mike. A little bearded, body-legged beauty rises like a salmon out of a fresh summer stream. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. Leaps over those pussies into the end zone for a touchdown. It rocks, it rocks. Lillard, long-range three. It's good! The buzzer! Damian Lillard! Are you kidding me? Welcome back! This is the We Watch Sports Podcast. Podcast that just lost a beer shotgunning contest to Myers Leonard, but will be okay. <laughs> Joining me around the water cooler today is my good friend Andy. Andy, how are you? I am doing great. I'm really disappointed that we both lost a challenge to Miles Myers Leonard, but I think, you know, if we re-challenge him with Mountain Dew, that we have a chance to win. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, if 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 I'm gonna lose a beer shotgunning contest to somebody, I'm glad it was Myers Leonard. Yeah, me too. Um, and it just seems like they're having a blast down at the uh, you know the state with perhaps the most infections right now, but they're having a blast at Disney. Probably the most disgusting bubble of all time. But Gosh. hey, you have yourself a ball. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. That was good. Because they, because they, because they played. Yeah, they played it, it was just like you know, someone threw up a perfect alley oop for you. <laughs> oh, quarantine's getting to us folks boy it has been 119 days since i last was outside (laughs) um i don't know what's going on in the outside world but i do know that sports are kind of coming back which is a crazy thing to say because um for the last 119 days i've been watching seinfeld reruns and supermarket sweep on netflix (laughs) somebody brought this up the this week i think to me and they said hey did you realize that tiger king was like at the beginning of the quarantine that's hard to believe it's all carol baskin's fault i think she created the coronavirus she probably did that's how she won the lawsuit and now yeah. she owns the zoo and yeah and but she, that just seems like a long time ago that feels like such a long time ago um it also was only, you know, it's the middle of July. It was like not that long ago that it was Christmas. <laughs> and That's true. I'm, I'm fairly certain we haven't had Christmas in 12 years. And it's all that bitch Carol Baskin's fault. Um, speaking of Christmas, one of the things that we wanted to start doing each week is sharing, you know, products or websites or just things we like. And this actually would make a great Christmas gift this week's we're going to get you all in the mood for gift season yeah and you know i know a lot of people being stuck in quarantine you've been playing board games you know you're trying to pass the time so what if i told you that this board game had no clear winner or loser what do you mean what if i told you that this board game had no actual way to keep score whoa and what if i told you that this game ran the risk of you losing part of your pinky finger I would say you're talking about Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> that was close. I'm actually talking about the board game that, as someone who had one, I don't ever remember enjoying playing it, but boy, did I love the commercial. And I am talking about the board game Crossfire. Crossfire! You can do it! <laughs> it's uh, it's the late 80s, early 90s generation's yeah. Beyblade. It, you know, if you haven't watched the commercial, um, we'll put it in the notes for this episode of the podcast so you can watch it. But it is unreal how that game just was marketed so well, but the actual playing of the game was a horrible experience. Yeah, I thought, I thought if I had that game, I would be running into gangs and alleyways yeah. and I, yeah. fighting myself off with bullet guns. Yeah. And- Listen, I bought a butterfly knife just to play the game. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Um, you know, I was wearing a leather jacket and I even experimented with, you know, some heavy eyeliner to try and give myself that edge. And a flat top. Yeah. And a flat top. 
And it turns out that you don't actually play this game in the alleyways um, with the disgruntled youth. Um, you actually are playing it just in your basement like you did every other board game. And You're telling me that this isn't a gang conflict resolution Yeah, yeah item? There's, there's no Latin kings involved in this. What? Yeah, I know. Um, you basically, each person has this like plastic red gun, and you put metal ball bearings in it and shoot them at each other. Um, while you're trying to shoot this little target in the middle of the the board that no one ever moves more than a couple inches each direction. The ball bearing industry has just never seen a boom like that since. It hasn't, yeah. It was really on fire. Um, I actually was thinking about putting my entire 401k into the ball bearing industry because of Crossfire. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to make a comeback any day now. Yeah, you know, it's like Tesla is a good stock to invest in, and then it's the Crossfire stock. I think the way Amazon is going right now, if you if you bought it probably this week, uh, sometime in mid July, it might almost get there for Christmas. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have it by Christmas. Um, you know, it's going to be damaged as most things that I receive right. from Amazon are for the most part. But it'll it'll be there at some point. They can't tell you when. Um, they can't tell you how, but it'll be there. Might take a couple porch pirates to go through it yeah. first, and, and then you've got to spray it down with Lysol because who knows where it came from. And then drink some, because if you drink it, you know, everything will be fine. You drink it, you bought it. That's what I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's Things We Like slash um, Things We Recommend is the board game Crossfire. If you are playing Crossfire in the year 2020 of our Lord, um, send us a picture, because I'd really like to see somebody still playing the game Crossfire, besides us. At the very least, you just got to watch the commercial. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, that's really that's really where the, the, the fun is. kind of starts to decline. Yeah. Um, I'll also note that, uh, you know, if you were thinking, oh, this would be a fun game if I had a crossfire and my friend has a crossfire and we can play on FaceTime, Graham and I have tried that. It does not work. It Doesn't is really, work at all. really tough to play that board game over the internet. Uh, another one is next week's sponsor, the game Simon. Not as good as the ad no. makes it seem. No, or skip it. <laughs> <laughs> what a con that was. Yeah. Yeah. That was. How dare you? That was probably the deep state that was advertising skip it. Obviously. Yeah. That's how you count people. <laughs> That's how you get those illegal census countings. Um, <laughs> but like I said, check out Crossfire if you haven't already. But. Boy, we were about to start at the same time. Graham, go. Oh, man. I don't know what to say. I was just going to... Simon, Crossfire. Um, There's a lot of laser tags that seemed yeah. way more awesome on what the about, commercial than they really were. What about, like, yank it, pull it, twist it? Remember that one? Bop it. Bop it. <laughs> Not yank yep. it. Boy, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> that's the adult version. That's the... That's the game my priest tried to get me to play. Um, the I showed my son the commercial for Street Sharks the other day. That okay, and I'm um, hopefully he was impressed. He thought it was pretty cool. He okay. liked um, the the great Slamu. Okay, which is the killer whale. Sure. I showed him the one that made me buy it is Blades, and he in the commercial he bit down and broke some pencils. Yeah. Uh, I bought that toy and was never able to successfully break pencils with it, so I was very disappointed. Were they number but, two? Were they number two pencils that you were no. trying? No. Okay, that's probably why. Probably why yeah. I I had the ones that you could bend. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Well, you know. Anyway, Crossfire just had to bring up Street Sharks. I think it'd be really funny if you showed your son the commercial. He's like, "Dad, I love it. We order me a Street Shark, and then you have to pay seventy dollars for one on eBay." <laughs> yeah. I have to put vintage before it in order to find one. Golly. Can you imagine like the people that are selling Street Shark action figures in 2020? They're raking it in, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, that's... My friends told me it was n- stupid to not open the box, and look where I am now. You think that, <laughs> you think that Nissan Altima paid for itself? <laughs> that's a Street Shark invested <laughs> Nissan Altima. I don't see you driving around in a Kia Soul. 
Yeah, that's a full-size spare on the back. <laughs> I got a good deal on it from my mom. <laughs> They're all original miles. You ever ridden in a RAV4, baby? One that has those weird wooden things on the seats? <laughs> Do you remember those? Those, like, wood? Like, they were, like, round like balls that would like cover the driver's seat. Oh yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about? Like it was yeah. it wasn't a seat cover, but I guess it kinda was. Yeah, my grandparents had those in our camper. Yeah, what they were not comfortable. Well I never I don't know. You were a child. I bet uh, let's let's go ahead and buy each other one on okay. Amazon. Yeah. I bet we're both gonna be like, oh oh yeah. Oh now now I, I mean, get it. I don't drive anymore, so you know, with the quarantine and all. You buy yourself one of those and then one of those uh, inflatable donuts to sit on, and yeah. you're in the lap of luxury right I, there. But. My grandparents used to have on the guest bed a magnet that went on top of the mattress that they said helped your alignment. So maybe I'll get sure. one of those, too. Um, yeah, or those copper bracelets that golfers oh yeah. wear. Yeah. You know what else would look great in a car that has one of those seat covers? Mm. A small We Watch Sports calendar, so you always That's know what right. day it is. So, That's right. Stick that bad boy right on the dash. It has the moon phases on yeah, it. Yeah. So <sighs> look for that soon because once you drive with one of those, you thought you were distracted before. Imagine trying to read a two and a half inch wide calendar. You can throw that iPhone straight out the window. Yeah. You absolutely are going to hit somebody with your car. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Give it time. Just be, you know, when you're going through a school zone, just keep your eyes on the road. Yep. We're going to get you one of those calendars that has, it's like five days at a time. Yep. And it's blown up. Yeah. So that you can read it from across the kitchen. Next to the crock pots. Yeah. Or an Instapot, maybe. No. Maybe. Okay. Maybe an air fryer. Who knows? Is the Instant Pot the crock pot of our generation? I think so. Um, Or is the crock pot still the crock pot? I think the Crock-Pot still has its place, but as somebody that's moved to the Instapot, I have to say it's it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've I, I know you've thought this because I, I have. It's like, man, I wish I could cook eight hard-boiled eggs in six minutes. Yeah. Now I can. If I had a nickel. If I, um, <laughs> the, the other thing about the Instapot that yeah. I will say, it's great for cooking things fast. Yeah. However, it's not a slow cooker. No, so that's if you want to do a pot Instapot. roast, if you want to do a pot roast, it's just not going to be the same. It's Sorry. not. It's not. It's not going to be the same. But if you're cooking, you know, if you went on a mommy blog and found a recipe for chipotle rice and you make that almost every week, that's a great example of how to use your Instapot. Tired of thawing out chicken breasts? I know I am. <laughs> Stick them in there frozen. They'll be ready in eight minutes. They'll be just as hard as they were when they were frozen, but the, at least they'll be thawed. Listen, they're going to be dry. That let's is be gonna, honest. Let's get it. <laughs> I know I am. Um, yeah, any any frozen meat um, will go great. Or uh, you could have what I've had over the last couple of weeks where our refrigerator was broken, Ooh. and I put frozen chicken in the refrigerator Sunday morning. Sunday at 4 o'clock, it was completely warm. Wow. So that's also another way. If you're thinking like, man, I just can't afford an Instapot, just turn off your fridge. <laughs> the not so instant pot. Yeah, leave the doors open, turn off the fridge, and eat that chicken that's probably not contaminated that badly. The gradual pot. Yeah. <laughs> the room temperature pot. <laughs> the eventually pot. Um so Graham, you may have noticed but it the weather's gotten a lot warmer and is somebody Oh yeah. You know, we're both from the Midwest and there's very few things I spend more of my day on than thinking about the weather. Right. And it makes, now that it's so hot and the days are so much longer, like it makes me really, really miss sports because I can only rewatch The Office so many times. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could watch it forever. Yeah, but, but I'm, I on like season, I'm on like season nine and those are ah, not, they're not yeah. good. It's a not yeah. a good last season. Yeah, you're in that position where you want to commit to the whole thing, but you'd rather honestly just start over. Yeah, I'd rather just go like one through five, just on a yeah. loop. 
that's kind of how I feel about sports in general. I mean, a lot of people are really trying to finish out their season, but I'd rather they just start over. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got everywhere in between, you've got some, you know, some leagues that are trying to start over and you have some that are doing shortened seasons. Nobody knows what hockey's doing because hockey's going to hockey. Um, I also feel like those are the toughest athletes. So they're probably going to be fine. Like they're not going to get, if they get COVID, it'll just be like for seven minutes. They probably won't even test them. Yeah. No, they'll, they, they'll just go on the eye test. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just do the old, uh, the mom trick and put their back of their palm to their forehead and (laughs) see. Now you feel fine. They're going to hire a bunch of moms. (laughs) Instead of, you know, paying for this, like, state-of-the-art testing, the NHL is just hiring a bunch of Midwestern moms. You look skinny. Did you have a test today, or are you really not feeling well? (laughs) Come here. Come here. You got something on your face. Come here. Come here. (laughs) You look skinny. You want some potatoes? I'll make you some potatoes. (laughs) I know you're only Get out there on the ice. I know you're only here for a couple hours, but I made enough food for 22 people. <laughs> Got some white claws in the fridge. You want to have one? I've made three turkeys today. <laughs> <laughs> Got a green bean casserole. You God damn it. I forgot the fried onions. I'll be back. Don't s- Go ahead and start without me. I'll be back. <laughs> I've made 120 deviled eggs. <laughs> in my Instant Pot. <laughs> That's a comedy callback. So, Graham, are, have you... Have you gotten to the point where even though the rational part of most people, you know, is saying that it's it's fairly dangerous for organized sports to start, that you're ready for them too as a distraction to everything else that's going on in the instapod of America? So I'm a little biased at this point against America. Yeah. Because I don't feel like we should restart our sports because the rest of the country hasn't gotten their shit together. Right. So, and I'm I, I'm a little biased as well because I'm content with all of the European football going on right now. So, I don't really need an American sport at the moment. Sure. However. But it would be nice to have one that's on at a normal time. I mean, you're sure watching would. a lot of weird timed games. Well, it kind of works out because a lot of them are at like 10 a.m. or noon. So, okay. I can kind of watch them while I'm working and Smart. stuff. Smart. But, uh, yeah, on the weekend, some of them start at, like, 5 a.m. I'm that's not no about good. that. Yeah, no that's thanks. no good. Um, but I don't know. I think I think that we're starting a little prematurely, but it would also be nice to have some sports. I, I think the NFL is delusional that they think they're going to just start up as normal. But. Yeah. And, and I think, too, like, you know, I feel like a baseball game, if they let in some fans, you could social distance. Um, the NBA is – you know, kind of quarantining themselves. The last thing I want to do is go to an NFL football game. Yeah. Or um, a college football game. Like, that just sounds gross. Yeah. I mean, you can social distance in the stadium if they've locked off the seats, but what's going to happen when you need to go to the bathroom at halftime? What happens when you have to go to the bathroom the moment you walk in? I don't know. Go get a hot dog and just piss in your pants. Like <laughs> every other American. Um, yeah, you know, I think for me – it being like clearly summer now, I miss baseball the most because that's the one I would be watching the most right now. Um, right. And summertime baseball is hard if your team is not doing well, but um, baseball starts next week. And I think it's going to be fairly exciting because nobody knows what to expect. And it's such a short season where a bunch of just bizarre things are going to happen. Um, and the NBA is also coming back. So, you know, they're all trying to return over the next couple of weeks. But one of the things that's interesting about the NBA is that because they're quarantined at Disney, um, they've actually set up a hotline so that players can call and report other players and coaches who aren't wearing a mask. So, Grant, would you call that hotline if you were one of the players? Would you be a snitch? Snitches get stitches, Andy. Yeah, I know. But would you be one? Uh, presently, in the NBA, I probably would. Uh, if I was in the NBA with Allen Iverson or, uh, you know, some of those rougher fellas from back in the day, probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. You know, it's funny. They showed a picture of, like, a bunch of the guys going fishing, and it made me think about, you know, how long. So it's like 
they've been there two weeks and so they're doing everything for like the first time my first fishing trip or um the first time that i go bowling or the first time they do whatever um how long do you think being quarantined at a family resort in disney until you would start to get antsy oh you know i mean they're gonna be playing games eventually but they are staying in like normal hotel rooms like these are like regardless of how good you are in the nba like every player in the nba owns a gigantic house or like a really nice condo like they live really comfortably and they are living in one bedroom hotels are we certain that they're actually doing that most of them are. Some of the star players are getting like the suites. Like our guy Dame Lillard is in a two bedroom suite. Um, I'm sure LeBron has two bedroom. You know, but like a lot of the guys have posted pictures, and it's like a Holiday Inn. Like you walk in, there's a bed and a bathroom, and that's it. I might just sleep at the stadium. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you could sleep there, and you know, it's interesting. A couple of the guys got caught. Um, and had to re-quarantine because someone called the line when they left their hotel to pick up their Postmates order. Oh, which is also just crazy to think about. Like, if you were a Postmates driver in Orlando, that you would be, dry, you know, delivering food to LeBron James. How much of it is competition, and you're just trying to like? That's what I'm. If thinking. I if I see LeBron go out, I'm gonna call. Oh on man, him I would call. Sure. I'd be making so many false claims. Like against, if I can get somebody suspended, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, I saw him out there. I saw you, Kawhi. Yeah, um, yeah I you think it's You were hitting on Disney princesses. <laughs> I saw what you said to Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's weird that they can call and report on each other. Um, you know, I think the longer that they are forced to stay there, the weirder it's going to get, which I'm really looking forward to. Um because that's just going to be insane. And I'm also really looking forward to like more of the stories about what they're getting delivered that I'm really interested in. Like, I'd love to know, like, um, you know, like what is Paul George's Postmates order? Yeah. What, um, what do you think about somebody throwing the game so that they can go home? I don't think it's a terrible idea. And, you know, it's funny that, um, last week and you know i on this podcast we don't judge anybody for what they want to do but a lady um that the internet referred to as a thought posted that she'd already been invited into the bubble um and they'd been there like six days business must be good for the thoughts (laughs) it's what we call thought leadership thoughtfulness they also um i don't remember what company it was um but it was a uh adult camming website that said that anyone that could prove that they were an nba player living in the bubble would get free tokens so they could um tip the ladies on that website or gentlemen whoever you want to (laughs) watch um but the idea of that is just like so bizarre to me that you might have an nba player like sitting alone in his hotel room just watching people creepily like that's which one is gonna make their own cam uh show i think that's easy uh jr smith okay jr is going for it and here's why if you've never seen the screenshot of jr smith's uh instagram conversation he said one of the best pickup lines ever okay i've never seen it so okay hit me so it's some like Instagram model that messages him and she asks for tickets to a game. This is when he played in New York and she said, love to see you. I'd love to come to a game. Can you get us tickets? And his response was, are you trying to get the pipe? (laughs) And I just remembered thinking like, that's just how different NBA players live is that is a sentence that will never come out of my mouth. (laughs) Right. And he just Are said you trying that, to get the baby carrot? <laughs> are, are you trying to get the one green onion? <laughs> but it was just crazy to me to think that he, you know, stuff must be going so well for him that he didn't try and hide anything. He just came right out with it. 
So yeah, that's how you know you're serious. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. You know, he's been re-signed. He's going to play for the Lakers uh, for the rest of this uh, restarted season. And I'm really hopeful that some Instagram DMs from him during this time in the bubble leak out. Oh, I'm certain they will. Everything has been leaking out. Everyone's been sitting and been bored in quarantine. Yeah. And every every dirt that anybody has on anybody, they're starting to throw it out there. I know. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a pretty exciting time, I think, for the bubble. But, um, you know, based on where we are kind of at the middle point of July and the NBA starts in a couple weeks, that's what today's episode is about. So today is just... Um, you know, the NBA starting and you're going to want to talk to people around the water cooler about it. So this is just, there are five things that we think that you should know as the NBA restarts. Um, quick, quick little overview I yeah. think is necessary. The season was more or less done. Um, the playoffs started, were scheduled to start in what, late March, early April. Yeah. And then the quarantine happened and the season just stopped entirely. So now they're trying to finish off the last few games and somehow fit in the playoffs. And it's all at Disney World. Yeah. I And I think, you know, um, that's probably where we should start um, is, like, how is the season going to work? So they're going to play almost every team. There's, like, six or seven teams that didn't get invited to Disney because their records were so bad that they weren't going to make the playoffs. Um, everyone else got invited. So they're going to play eight games to finish what they're calling the regular season um, and to give people a chance to like get reacclimated. And then they're going to start the playoffs somehow at Disney. And the playoffs then will work kind of like they normally do. So they'll go from you know August until the end of September, potentially. So with that being said, Graham, are you excited about watching eight regular season Disney games? No. What about the playoffs? Not really. (laughs) Okay, so that leads to the most important question that when you're around the water cooler, people are going to be asking is the debate is, does this season count? Whoever wins um, the title at the end of this like bizarre experiment, is it a legitimate title or is it just like, there's a asterisk next to it because this is such a weird, weird time. So it's going to go down in the record books as an official title, I'm sure. But everybody who's been here to experience it is going to have an asterisk, even if it's a mental one. Yeah. It's going to be strange. And then you think about like, you know, what if a star player in the middle of the playoffs gets COVID and then their team loses and, you know, it's just going to be a really weird, weird season. And so, you know, I think that, that's almost certainly going to happen, by the way. I think it has to. Yeah. Cause they're going to be playing games and sweating on each other and yelling. And like, there's no way that someone doesn't get sick during this. I, I can't imagine. Did you see? Sorry, this will be a little off topic, but did Wait, you see? We that, never go off topic on this no, podcast. No, we never have, never will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's why I'm running for president. <laughs> just kidding uh i saw under armor was making a special face mask for the nfl to protect themselves yeah from covid during football se- really i i think that makes more sense like the nfl and the nhl you know i could see, because they have the helmets so like they're not wearing a mask that's like covering their face as much like it's more of like a shield whereas you know baseball or the nba like there's not a way to cover your face without like hurting how well you can breathe i just think that i just i guess i'm coming from it as if you're playing football that close to other people that mask isn't gonna do jack it's probably not yeah you're right and they also share gatorade bottles so um that's probably not gonna happen but um you know, it's going to be, I, I don't know if it counts. I think you're right. Like, it's going to count in the record books. And to be fair, like, at the end of the, the whoever these players are that win, like, it's going to say that they won an NBA title. I think that, you know, they're going to play almost the full amount of games. It's just been separated by, like, four months. Um, so I think I think the NBA is, is going to count. But, 
it's going to be super strange. And like you said, there's almost no chance that somebody doesn't get sick during this. And so, you know, with them trying to come back and with them, you know, trying to wrap this up, like, I think most people are just going to be waiting to see like who gets sick and like what happens. Yeah. They're going to be using the year against people for sure. It's going to be like, Hey, uh, this person scored, you know, they're, they're an all-star. Well, yeah. In 2020. Right. Right. And it'll be, you can't argue with it now along with, you know, just kind of how it's restarting. Right. So if that's the first thing you're trying to learn about is you're around the water cooler, the other thing that could happen, right, is, you know, I think that before all this happened, there were four or five teams that were by far the best and they were probably going to win the title. Now, like a surprise team could make a run because all it's going to take is somebody getting sick to like quickly change yep. what it looks like. And um, I, you know, me living in Texas, a team a lot of people are talking about is the Rockets because uh, Russell Westbrook, one of their best players, has already had it. So he may be good for the next few months. Um, they're not sure if James Harden had it or not. He showed up late to Disney, and they're not really saying why. So it's potentially their two best players maybe have had it already. Does that give them an advantage? Like I kind of think it does. I think it does. I think rest in general gives a big advantage. Part of what makes any team in any sport yeah. uh, a winning team is their ability to sustain winning performance throughout the entire season. And – if you've had a nice big long break, I mean, you could waste it and come back, you know. There's always like when I was watching soccer, there was a few games there where you could tell it took them a little bit to get yeah. the tempo back up and get back used to it. But that's what's happened in European football. There's been so many teams that have kind of come out of nowhere and the ladders have kind of shifted way more than people thought they would or at least the direction that they were going prior to the break. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, there's a couple teams that might be able to make a run, um, you know, aside from the best teams, you know, the Rockets might. And um, yeah, the Wizards, I'm sure the, the Charlotte Bobcats. You mean the Bullets, the Washington that, Bullets. What? That was their former name before they were the Wizards. Had to make right. it a little PG. Right. Go from like PG 13 to PG. Yeah. Okay. So lots of options. I think that's box number one that you check. The second thing that you can talk about, um, if you're trying to get into a water cooler conversation around, you know, the NBA restarting is everyone's going to talk about like who the best team is, right? If everyone is restarting, like who's the best team before the break, that was a very clear answer. Um, the Milwaukee bucks had the best record in the league, um, by several games and they had what a lot of people consider the best player in the game in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Um, so they had a lot of things going from them, but they've never made it to an NBA Finals before with this team, and um, no one really knows what they're what's going to happen when everyone comes back. So, you know, bringing that question up, like, hey, are they still? the team to beat are they still kind of the favorites is something that you can do and if you're just trying to watch a team to have someone for to root for one um, Milwaukee is a wildly underrated city um, and secondly all they do are shoot threes and Giannis dunks on people so they're actually a really fun team to watch uh, I think that could be good let me just throw out a little dark horse for you though uh, somebody I think is going to be a contender the Washington Generals of course, yeah. Um, they're coming for them this year. They're coming for – it's not this year. It would probably be like 1930, but they're coming. Well, w- those Globetrotters are on the downward trend, so <laughs> the generals are coming after them. <laughs> the generals signed three people from the And One mixtapes, including <laughs> the professor. Do you remember – it's just a side note. Do you remember those videos? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, they would send them to, like, jails to, like, cross up people. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Streetball, baby. I wonder what happened to the professor and the company and one in general. Uh, didn't we look this up at one point, I think? and Yeah, I think we did early on. I think and Doesn't one is Doesn't Kevin still, Garnett own it or something? I think you're right. I think Kevin Garnett bought it for, like, eight cents on the dollar. <laughs> um, I don't know about the professor. Uh, I don't know if he's still with us. It was Kevin Garnett in a jumpsuit the entire time. Well, I don't know if that's true. If you've seen The Professor, I'm going to look him up right now. I know that this is a... The Nutty Professor? 
I know that this is a audio medium, but I thought I would look it up. Oh, of course. Guess what his real name is? Uh, Frank. Grayson. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my second guess. Yeah. Um, he also has an acting career. Right. Yeah. Was he in Blue Chips with Shaquille O'Neal? He was not, but he was in... Um, he played the role of Sticky. That was his character's name uh, in the film Ball Don't Lie. That, I mean, that sounds like something I could see late night on uh, Cinemax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do believe he is still alive, and his website is streetball.com. Okay. So there we go. Um, anyway, back to the Bucks. Um, yeah, I think if you need like a player that's not LeBron James to follow and to reference, like Giannis is a really great choice. Um, if you need to pick a team to root for with eight games and then right into the playoffs and you haven't invested anything, um, the Bucks are a really fun team to watch because um, you're going to know really quickly like what's going on. And Giannis looks like a person that if like if aliens came from another planet and they were like, give us the most perfect specimen of human, it's probably Giannis. Yeah. Like the He's guy doesn't make for sense. For basketball. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, when the Monstars come back. Right. Uh, they're coming back. Like, Obviously. Believe you me. And he's Greek to boot. Which, who doesn't love Greek food? I love Greek food. Hummus. They called me feta in high school. Kalamato <laughs> <laughs> uh, olives. <laughs> Come on. Baklava. <laughs> Falafel. Oh, or as man. they say in Portland, falafel. They do they really say that? I uh, I say it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So I assume everybody else does too. I think it's one of those things where Portland is filled with so many people trying to be unique that you can just say whatever you want, and someone's gonna be like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yeah, you're actually more unique if you're normal here. Yeah, like I'm just looking for a Gordman's. <laughs> <laughs> Go tit at Gordman's. <laughs> Is there a Foot Locker around here? <laughs> Is there, I haven't been to stage in months. Listen, I just want to shop at a buckle and eat at an IHOP like every other red-blooded American. The buckle is where I got my first FUBU jersey. And yes, I did say first. You heard that right. When you said that, I thought for sure you were going to say, <laughs> buckle is where I lost my virginity. Well, <laughs> could have been that. Who knows? There's a lot of things too. happen in a buckle store. How do you think he got the FUBU jersey? Right. <laughs> you think it's free? And a pair of Tommy Hilfiger jeans. <laughs> um, so Go we, down to Brownstone and get some filas. You know what fila stands for? Friends I like a lot. That's a good idea. Um, but according to the rapper Little Scrappy, it's Forever I Love Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great song. Great song. Um, so we talked about how the NBA is restarting. We talked about Gordman's and we talked about the Bucks. You've you've talked about all that around the water cooler. Obviously. Now you need another topic. And yep. the easiest thing to talk about in the NBA is LeBron James. LBJ. And all you're gonna have to say is, Well, what do you think's gonna happen with the Lakers? And you walk you put your hands up and you walk away. Uh, as a side note, that's a pretty good thing to ask at any point to anyone who likes basketball. Yeah. Now, Graham, as a former Lakers fan, if the Portland Trailblazers do not make the playoffs, are you going to root for the Lakers or are you completely off that bandwagon? Uh, I'm off the bandwagon. Okay. Is it yeah. because that you hate people with unibrows? Mostly. Yeah. Uh, also because I was really only a Lakers fan because I was a Kobe Bryant fan. That makes sense. And, well, well, you know. So the Lakers have LeBron James, who is supposed to be at the end of his career because he's in his mid-30s, but he's so you know not slowing down at all. Um, and then they have the aforementioned unibrow, Anthony Davis, who are both top five players in the league and – one of them has a uni brow, and they both could be voted as MVP. So they have two great star players. And when you're only playing the playoffs, that's what you want, is you want two guys that can play the majority of the game and get you a bunch of points. 
The question is, like, how are they going to play with all this time off? Like, are they going to get back into a flow? Anthony Davis is a free agent at the end of the year, so if they don't win, is he going to leave? Um, there's a lot of just question marks around LeBron and the Lakers. Graham, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I don't foresee Anthony Davis leaving at the end of the season. That's okay. for sure. That's hot take why, number one. I don't know why you would get teamed up with the greatest current basketball player and be like, eh, that wasn't for me and leave. But I'm also not Anthony Davis. So, well, uh, maybe he's I, like, I've just always wanted to live in, you know, a city that's not Los Angeles. Maybe he's like, you know yeah. what? Charlotte has been calling my name. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, you know, Milwaukee is kind of like that. Yeah. You know where I want to live? San Antonio. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that – I don't think that the Lakers are going to win it all. Okay. But wouldn't surprise me at the same time. Well, that's the classic uh, half one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, that's kind of what I do best. Yeah. Uh, I'm a maybe on most Facebook events. I'm a strong maybe for your block party next weekend. <laughs> your social distancing party. Yeah. Uh, I am a strong yes, though, for a game of Crossfire. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, I or think you're Oregon right. Trail. Or the Oregon Trail. Um, I think you're right. I don't think the Lakers are probably going to win. I think that's a lot of time off for a team that had only played together a little bit. And I think teams that have a lot of chemistry and have played together for more than a year are favored in a situation like this. Um, and they lost. Um, the Lakers had two player, one player get hurt and one player say that they're not coming to the bubble. So they have to try and incorporate some new people into their, into their team. So I think that's going to make it really tough. Um, you know, and they did, we talked about it earlier, J.R. Smith, uh, he has signed with the Lakers. And so the last time he and LeBron shared the court together, uh, LeBron screamed at him on TV because he made a gigantic boneheaded play. Wow. So there's that as well. Um, going to be interesting to see how that dynamic is. Um, always interesting to see, you know, wherever LeBron is at, there's always people following to to report on that. So, you know, if you're at the water cooler and you're not sure and you've talked about the Bucks and you've talked about the restart, bring up the, Le- you know, the LeBron show, bring up the Lakers. So I have a question for you because yeah. I'm not too privy on what the season's going to look like. Yeah. Um, are they picking up with existing records or are they starting off anew? Yeah, existing records. Okay. So um, so the Blazers basically probably are not going to make They've it. got a very small chance. Um, they have to win the majority of their eight games and other people have to lose. So mathematically, they have a chance. Okay. But they may have so just they're spent not statistically all this time. eliminated. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be eight games and then some, some teams will drop off and then the, the playoffs, I think are six teams in each conference, eight teams in each conference, eight teams. Hey, at least we got a good album that came out. Dame Dalla. Great album from Dame. Um, you know, CJ McCollum's got like this weird haircut now, which I'm a pretty big fan of. Um, you know, we got skinny mellow now. Yeah. He gets a nickname every time. It was Hoodie Small Mellow, forward. it was um, Team USA Mellow, and now we got Skinny Mellow. So lots like of stuff it. going on with the Blazers. And uh, I think your boy is coming back too, Nurk. Good old Nurk. Hopefully he has really rehabbed that leg because the last thing I want to see happen is for him to break his leg again. Oh, that was graphic. That was graphic. And it was more the noise. The noise is right. what really, really um, was hard to watch. So... You know, when it comes to, you know, trying to figure out who's going to win, I mean, the other team, you talk about the Lakers, but this whole season has also been talking about the Clippers. Um, So the Clippers have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and a a really, really good team. And so Kawhi is, you know, besides LeBron, besides Giannis, like that's the other person that people are talking about is, you know, how good are the Clippers going to be? Throughout the season, we'd seen glimpses of them being really good, but they haven't played together very much. Um, they probably have the most talent of any team, but they've also not been healthy, and um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, Graham, if Kawhi wins another title, does that make him the best player in the world right now? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it'd be between him and Giannis, I would say. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, you know, Kawhi is interesting for a number of reasons. Um, there's that weird video of him laughing, which if you haven't seen, you should watch. Um, there's also this crazy video of Kawhi at a strip club that somebody took, which feels like it's invading a lot of privacy laws, but, um, he's sitting emotionless getting a lap dance as his fiance sits next to him. Um, and it is a weird, weird vibe. So he may not be a human being. Like he may be like Elon Musk might've been like, I want to create the Tesla of basketball players and just create a Kawhi Leonard in a lab. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, that I've never uh, heard of that. That was. It's a weird that video. Be, that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a it's a weird video. I saw it on Reddit on the NBA subreddit. Strip clubs alone make me uncomfortable, but what was that one in Phoenix? ABC. Oh, the Alaskan Bush Company. Yeah, <laughs> of course. They had the front row roped off for the splash zone. Oh, boy. There was also one called, uh, right down the road, next to it, called TNA. What did that stand for? I don't know, but I (laughs) could make some assumptions. Uh, It was bright red and yellow. It looked like a McDonald's. There was one. um, With no windows. They never have windows. There was one by where I used to live in Phoenix called the Candy Shop. Oh, yeah. And that was right next to the Quick Trip I used to go to. Um, Yep, I remember that. A lot of weird things happen in that quick trip, I bet. Yeah, I think uh, Jenna Jameson or somebody owned that at one point. Jenna Jameson, the pro-Trump Jenna Jameson? Probably. Yeah. Um, you know, we could talk about that, you know, strip clubs in Phoenix for the rest of this episode. <laughs> but really, um, we have like one, you know, last thing to talk about. If you're if you're thinking about the NBA restarting, if you've talked about all the players and the storylines of the teams, really the last thing to talk about is like, just how weird the rest of it is going to be. You know, they flew in barbers and DJs and they've got a movie theater. Like just how long can millionaires go before they're bored to death at Disney and start causing some ruckus? I wonder if they're going to rent out Cinderella's castle to anybody. Yeah. I think there's a real good chance that somebody, you know, one of the mega stars of the NBA that has just like tens of millions of dollars ends up buying a wild animal from um you know disney's uh, kingdom wild kingdom. animal kingdom yeah yeah i think there's a chance you know if i was chris paul and i was making 40 million dollars a year i might want to buy that white tiger <laughs> that's true they might even uh i wonder how many people are going to take a trip up to uh that one guy from tiger king who lives in but carolina they, they can't they can't leave the bubble they got to stay oh. at disney Well, I guess Carol Baskins is going to have to come to them. You know, we talked about, I think the Uber Eats receipts are going to be great. Who do you think is going to be the best fisherman of all the current NBA stars? Um, Who's the, uh, dang it, I can't remember his name now. He was on the Clippers. Short little guy. Um, dang it. Never mind. Well, that short Joke little guy. Joke ruined. <laughs> that short Muggsy little guy. Muggsy Bogues. Let's go with Muggsy Bogues. I don't I'm know gonna, why. I'm going to say J.J. Redick. I feel like that guy looks like he knows how to fish. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go Myers Leonard. Okay. Anybody who can chug a beer like that can probably fish. I mean, you know where he played college basketball? No. The University of Illinois. Of course. Yeah. Fighting so, Illini. Fighting Illini. Um, so there's a real good chance that he has fished several times. <laughs> Here's the real question. Is he going to go to the swamp or is he going to go big, big, big sea fishing? If I were an NBA player with a bunch of money and resources at my disposal, I would go big sea fishing. I'd want to get like a swordfish. You wouldn't go rent one of those helicopter boats? I mean, yeah, I would have done that. The fir- I would have done that the first day. Go see if you can catch you an iguana. I want like a marlin. <laughs> Ooh, now we're talking. But I don't want to catch it with a fishing rod. I want someone to like shoot it with a bow and arrow or like a gun. Yeah, a harpoon gun? <laughs> yeah. I only want some fish that's been harpooned. 
I believe Michael Jordan just caught a potential record marlin. Of course he during did. During a fishing contest. It might not have been a record, but it was huge. Can you imagine, like, what would you do if you caught a giant fish like that? <laughs> I mean, if I was going out to fish, yeah. I'd probably be pretty stoked. But if I was just if you're cruising just like, around in my boat yeah. looking for, I don't know, otters or something. <laughs> If you if you caught a marlin, would you get it mounted? Would you have it like mounted for the? Oh yeah, the house? I, I figure if I can afford to fish for marlin, I yeah. probably have a big enough house I could put one in. Yeah, maybe I catch like one of those wild tunas. Yeah, <laughs> what like a nine hundred pound tuna? I just want a bunch of crab. <laughs> I'm gonna go crabbing, deadliest catch style. <laughs> You're gonna be wearing like a rain jacket and like pulling those cages over the side <laughs> of a boat. I'm going to individually mount the hundreds of crabs that I catch. I'd be like, LeBron James can't play tonight. He pulled his back crabbing. (laughs) (laughs) Those pots aren't going to pull themselves up. Yeah, I think that that's really exciting to see, like, how these guys continually, like, up the ante and spend on ridiculous things to help pass the time. Did they... Did they make a new strip club within the bubble? I'm sure they had to because... They almost had to have. NBA players love strip clubs. They're all about them. So I'm sure there's a strip club. Um, there's probably, you know, LeBron James travels with one of those cryo tubes. So oh, really? Yeah, he's got that in his hotel room. Um, you know, there's probably noise complaints left and right. <laughs> is Austin Rivers in the NBA? He is, yeah. But he's having a good time. <laughs> Except his dad is yeah, there. Yeah, his dad is there. No way. <laughs> and his dad like has a scary voice. Like Doc Rivers is like, son, where are you? He talks like Batman. <laughs> Get back to your room. It's curfew. You shouldn't be out this late. <laughs> it's dangerous out here. It's the night. <laughs> I think the night should, is darkest before the dawn. I think we should do an entire episode as Christian Bale in Batman. <laughs> Let us know. We have an email. Uh, we are watching sports at gmail.com. If you want us to do an entire episode of Christian Bale, email us and just, it all it takes is one person. Let's go catch some tuna. I haven't been out of the bubble in weeks. Somebody let me out. Do you remember Grenada? <laughs> <laughs>